Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone admires the bold. No one honors the timid. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, friends. This is Stuart. I'd like to talk today about the topic of failure and what it means, what it means to you, me, in society's eyes, and what it actually should mean. And in true Stuart fashion, I am going to take a roundabout way and talk about how I came to the idea of failure. For this topic, I mean non-general, I mean like, by God, I've fallen flat on my face too many times to count now at this point. I was talking to a friend about social media, and they were saying how I'm so involved in it, and I didn't understand what they meant by involved, so I asked them to just elaborate, and they said, oh, you're on every platform, so you must know how all of them work, and you do so well, and instantaneously I thought, I don't do well on all social media. I have one or two good posts in a sea of maybe 10 to 30 bad ones. To which their response was, oh, but you seem so successful. You know, you've got like this amount of numbers, this amount of numbers. And then it came back to me coming up with the perspective, but that's on the outside, that's on the offset of what someone else sees. And that led me down this mental rabbit hole of The simple aspect that, you know, people will view you on social media a completely different way than how you actually view yourself. And then that led me down the rabbit hole, well, what's it like on all social media? And how has that, like, conditioned our lives on a daily basis? So I I thought about mediums, psychics, palm readers, no, uh, news, reading, social media television, movies, what we are influenced by, and what we receive on the daily. So I'm going to pose a question. How many 
books have you read in the past year? Now, how much of TikTok have you consumed in the past day? How many movies have you seen in the last week? Before I lose the run of myself in the forest for the trees, let's break it down. Facebook's initial, like, let's say, reason for... I won't say conception, but I'm not sure if Mark Zuckerberg would appreciate that word. The reasoning behind Facebook was to stay connected with your friends online, who could be long distances away. But the value system behind Facebook was if you were to post a post or post a picture of you, your family, or with your friends, or by yourself doing something, how many likes you got from your friend group determined your value. On Instagram, it was all about trying to curate the perfect image, aesthetically pleasing tones, angles, and your value was how many likes and reshares and comments you got from people you knew and you didn't know existed. Twitter is you better agree with my opinion because I'm tweeting it in 150 characters or less, so I'm condensing my whole viewpoint on X, Y, and Z topics, be it this bagel with whole grain wheat oats tastes really good. I don't even know if that's a thing. But if you don't agree with it, then the value isn't there. Or like you have someone like Donald Trump tweeting like an excessive amount of things in 150 characters or less. Kanye, Jerry Adams, Chris Olsen, Mel Robbins. You yourself, you'd tweet condensed viewpoints of what you've had during your day or how you feel about it a particular topic and you hope a certain amount of the internet would either agree with you or in some cases disagree with you that was the value system tiktok was interesting in its conception from musically because what happened to it during the pandemic where people were so bored to an extent that they would start filming random acts or what is what they coined as authentic content condensed forms of information updates on world news alongside people's own personal views but again the value system was how many likes you got how many shares comments duets stitches etc we've been so conditioned as a population society people individuals that our value in a large part of our life, which is digital, is based on the metrics and numbers that we get from others, which to an extent is completely fine, but not at the cost of one's mental health, which is where I was going when someone said, oh, I seem so good and successful online, when a lot of the time I felt like such a failure because a post wouldn't get as many views as what I thought it would, I wouldn't rank in a certain category, which I was hoping for, I wouldn't get enough comments, etc., to push me out on, let's say, the digital platforms. So now we're back to where we started. What is failure? And like, I only jumped onto social media there, but it could be something like work, family, relationships. Does your boss actually acknowledge you? Are you appreciated in the workplace? Have you got a good enough salary? Is your family appreciating you? Are you doing enough for your spouse, kids, lovers? Are they doing enough for you? 
The value metric is how much you put out to how much you receive. Or how much you receive determines how much you put out. And like I said, that is completely fine. Especially in relationships, you shouldn't expect someone to give you everything for you to give nothing in return. Or you shouldn't expect a high-paying salary when all you do is open Excel once an hour at the office. The value metric changes. But the idea of not receiving enough and feeling like you were undeserving, not good enough, or shunned for someone, something else stays the same. And to feel like failure in every one of these aspects of life means that you're constantly looking back to what happened to you previously and in the past. Let me repeat that for you. For you to feel like a failure, you have to be constantly reminiscing about what happened in the past at a point where you did not get what you thought you deserved. And it is okay to have the mentality, you know, you're not a failure if you just try, or it is okay to have a failure. Sorry, not a failure. It's okay to have the mentality. I did not progress, or I did not win, or I did not get the promotion this time. I must work harder for it next time around, for the next competition. Try harder when it comes to making social media. Try harder in a relationship. It's not okay to have the mentality... I do not deserve this because I did not deserve it beforehand. It's a case of you're trying to get from point A to point B, but you can't get past point A, point one. Your little world bubble did not progress at one point in time. Therefore, you believe you should not progress in general. That's not the case. So what do you do when you don't get promotion? In work when you ask someone out on a date and they say uh, no when you don't get enough views on social media when someone forgets your birthday I recently forgot my mother's actual birthday felt so horrible about it now bear in mind four five weeks ago I did bring her to Elton John for her birthday but the fact that I forgot the actual date made me feel like a failure. How could how could you forget something so important? And it's a test of character. It's a test of character. What you do next when you know you've failed at something. Like this is quite an easy case in terms of like the grand scheme of life and things, but I could have either made excuses and said, you know, I was so busy. Um, oh, I thought it was the next week or X, Y, and Z. But for a test of character and for me to know that I did not fail her as what I would appreciate to be a loving son to remember the mother's birthday, I said, I am so, so sorry and I will make it up to you completely. And that's not, you know, like a give me a gold sticker, I'm such a good mother's boy. That's a case of I acknowledged what I did and how I messed up or how I didn't succeed in terms of like the value that I should be giving to my maternal figure, it meant I acknowledged it and I was going to try more, try harder, be better. 
And in all fairness, the woman did get like um, a bunch of night lanterns and a card saying, I am so, 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 so sorry. My mother in the summer loves doing up her garden. Like every summer, it's something different. Fire pits, stones, new furniture, painted everything. DIY nut. So even though my thought process at the time was, let's give her something that she would appreciate just as much as a birthday present, even though I forgot to give her a card on her birthday. The apology and the acknowledgement that I know you have a particular value on how your back garden looks over the summer. So here's something to make it look pretty that I know you'll like. I'm waffling. I'm going off topic. Okay, back on, back on. Sorry, value system. Feeling like a failure and what it actually means for your character. So if you didn't get a promotion in work, instantly, what are you going to do? Quit, go back to work and never try for it again, or reapply. Now the choice is yours, what one you want to do. But every time you do fail or you get rejected, you shouldn't see it as that you're a horrible person, that your value isn't there, that you're unloved, unwanted. You should just go jump in a river. Never leave your room again. Feel so embarrassed that you should never try again. And I know you're going to say, wow, you really went there with those three. And the answer is, yeah, I did. Because unfortunately, that is what happens. So many of us, myself included, have put so much weight on the value that we want from other people, their love, their affection, their acceptance, that when we don't receive it, it destroys us mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It is very hard to control your emotions, especially in the moment, but you can control your actions, how you react to a situation. So going back to not getting promoted. So fine. You're upset at the time. What's the next step forward? Move on. Put it as a notch in your belt, a learning experience. Grow from it. As an actor, I can tell you the amount of auditions, the amount of auditions where it was a simple no, the rejections were harsh, or there wasn't even an eyelid bait at my direction. The amount of times an actor and I can only speak from personal experience, will feel like such a failure because they did not fit what was needed. And then other times when you get so close, so close to that money shot and still don't receive it, it could have been soul-destroying. But you know what you learn? You learn to grow from it. Very, very simply. I wasn't right this time. I will work harder, try harder. Go for it again. Look at any actor and actress and they will tell you so many times that they went into initial auditions and didn't even get a callback. Didn't even get a shortlisting. Didn't even get a screen test. They still pursued it. They weren't going to let the failure derail them. Derail derail what they wanted. Stuart, get back on topic. Okay, value system. You get rejected. You're not going to be derailed. Because... It's not a gauge of your overall value as a person and an individual. When you make a mistake, you don't get to beat yourself constantly. That's bad. You will have, you will have an, like a voice and 
an ego. Oh, God. Um, Freud called it something like the mega ego. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ego or the, um, the super ego where it will constantly criticize disagree with you nitpick every single thing you say or maybe it's like your own personal neurosis wherever you got it from could have been a lover a friend family mother father grandparent sibling boss yourself that is there it's like there is no need at all to destroy yourself along with it and fuel it it's not a good way to live and that is coming from the cow's mouth. I know it's horse's mouth, but I'm literally looking into the field of cows pasturing. I'm at the lake, but I refused to be looking out on the sunset because I get distracted too much. So I'm looking up at the hills of Moilusha and I can see cows. And that's my view and my viewpoint, but failing. How do you start your everyday life? That's a question I want to pose to you now. Genuinely. Like, do you wake up? Do you journal? Do you write? Do you just get ready for the day? Do you plan out your day? Do you go straight to work? Do you think about all the good things you have to look forward to? Do you think about all the objections you are going to face? How do you live your everyday life? If you live in the pessimistic, oh, so many obstacles constantly that I'm going to have to try and over come and I will be rejected and I will fail at these and because of these objections my day is going to be so 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 hard and I want to pose this question to you and this came from um, Jordan Peterson and he he repeats this constantly when it comes to being able to overcome your own mental hurdles it's what objection needs the most attention because when you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, you have so many problems. Guess what? You can't deal with them all at once, instantaneously. So if you were to feel like a failure in so many different aspects of your life, or even just one, one to a hundred, however many problems you have, I got 99 problems, but I'm going to ignore them all and go to the gym. You need to look at what objection you can work on today, right now, in order to progress because that will give you a sense of fulfillment you are not going to be swayed by the failure in the past the rejection the lack of value and you are basically going to move forward even if it's a step even if it's a toenail in the door 
A mountain is a mountain, no matter how much you look at it or how far you climb it. It will always be a mountain. But if you want to reach the top, you better start walking. Again, even if it's just a step at a time. Even if it's just a toenail. Cultivating the mentality that I am not my failures. My failures are learning experiences for me to grow. Is such a progressive mindset that a lot of us don't have. Because in this day and age, with the amount of mediums that we consume... And for a lot of people, especially now in 2023, when I'm recording this and the UGC content creator hub is blowing up, your value is so rooted in that number, in that metric, in the algorithm pushing you out. That if you don't hit 100,000 to a million to 20 million views or likes or comments, people aren't buying from the store, people aren't sharing that you will feel like you're not good enough. And that comes again from the cow's mouth. To cultivate the mindset that you're going to learn from your past mistakes, your past failures, is almost like a mental shield. Because the thing is, you shall fail. You shall be rejected. You shan't get the numbers over and over and over and over again in your life. And to protect your sanity, your mental sake you need to stop looking at those past failures a question i'm getting asked quite recently with regards to social media is what am i doing to progress because x y and z are not getting the views they want or they thought their content would do a lot better and what i say to that is i assess i reevaluate and redefine. It's very easy to think with regards to social media that you're going to go viral X, Y, and Z amount of times if you have X, Y, and Z numbers. That's not true. There's a lot of more work that goes into stuff than people just posting randomly. And it's usually the individuals who don't check their goals, their analytics, what value they actually want out of social media. Just taking that as an example. Those are the ones that are going to get more despondent, more upset and anxious, and then give up over those who understand the need to rework, relearn, retry. Retry? Is that a phrase? Yeah, it is. It's a phrase. Phrase, word. It's a word. There are two people after jumping into the water, and now I kind of want to go in because I'm I'm swaying in my seat, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, oh my gosh, friends. Like, there's people actually in the water. And it's actually, it's a beautiful sunset, which is what we have. So it's actually very picturesque for these two. Genuine, you want to get in. I feel like I'm hitting the nail on the head when I say it constantly over and over The only time you truly fail is when you stop trying. Again, it's a personal story, but like I'm three years now trying to break into the television and film industry as an actor. And I get so close so many times. And then 
didn't fit it. And there are other times when we won't even get a call back. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop. I'm going to reevaluate, relearn, try again. If you want to win in life, you can't get angry at yourself or other people for progressing. You can get angry at people for obvious reasons. They're mean. They want to hurt you emotionally, physically, spiritually. They want to tear you down. But don't get angry when someone succeeds where you want to succeed. And don't get angry at yourself for not. That will sow seeds of resentment. If people are doing what you're doing but better, use them as an example of where you aspire to be. If you have conflict with people and they don't get your view, or you're not getting your value that you need, want, or expect from them, and they're not getting the same from you, or they are guessing this more from you, you're giving but not receiving, it's a case of opening up the dialogue. Again, you can't control your emotions, but you can control your actions. You could get upset or angry, frustrated. That's not an excuse to lash out, be resentful, or be driven then by anger. If you can open a dialogue, the communication could be a hundred times better. It's like that phrase, fight it out. Because it's so much better to go through the conflict in a relationship. Friends, working, spouse, familial. Than it is to fester, not say anything, and basically just stay in a corner. And here's the thing. If it works out, and everyone sees everyone else's perspective, and the transparency, whatever the situation is, is resolved fantastic if it's not you can't come to a resolution and then that actual relationship breaks down that's not a failure in the sense that you did everything you could in that particular situation and then you know for the future what to do or how to act or who to be surrounded by i recently again when it comes to me, it goes back to social media always, doesn't it? Put up a post regarding severe waste issues causing health issues. But because of my phrasing, it caused a lot of conflict. And that led to a debate between someone. And even though we couldn't come to a resolution, because what was intended versus what was interpreted was different, I was able to learn from that situation to articulate better still doesn't work i'm terrible at talking half the time and then i just go off on tangents oh my friends who are in the water are gone okay i'm currently trying to get through the 48 laws of power Diz, if you are unsure of a course of action do not attempt it your doubts and hesitations will infect your execution timidly is dangerous better to enter with boldness any mistakes you commit through audacity are easily corrected with more audacity. Learn from that and continue on. The judgment, everyone admires the bold. No one honors the timid. You are going to fail in life 
whether you like it or not. So if you do fail, you better make sure that you failed at your best and that you can learn and grow from that situation and come back stronger. If you attempt anything in life hap-heartedly, haphazardly, half-assed, as I say here, timidly, don't expect the success you want. If you can cultivate the mindset that everything is a learning experience, if you can be bold in your actions and go for what you want, if you can refrain by putting your value so much in what others think or do or say about you and keep emphasis on your personal self-worth and value, you will never see a failure as a failure again. In our everyday life, this could be something as easy as striking up a conversation. Again, asking that girl or that guy out, entering the competition, going for the promotion, doing the test, lifting the weights, stepping on the scale. The less you allow yourself to be influenced by external factors, the stronger is your mental fortitude. Kind of went all over the place with this one, but I actually think it's probably one of the best episodes I've done because this is something I am relearning again. We'll all relearn this because we know it. Truly, we do. Failure is not failure unless you stop. But with everyday life, things that happen, our own personal stays, our emotional stays, who we are by ourselves compared to with other people and who those people are, everything changes. So anyway, my friends, it's raining. It's a gorgeous sunset looking over the lake and at my field with the cows. But I want to say to you, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Thank you for listening this far if you have. Thank you for your constant support holding me accountable. When I fall, letting me learn. This is Stuart. Have a good day. Guys, I thoroughly, thoroughly hope you liked this podcast. If you did, please give it a thumbs up, like, comment, subscribe. Tell me what you'd like to hear next, what we can discuss next. Tell me who you'd like me to bring on for interviews. Hear other people's stories, other people's truths and passions and purposes. But for now, I'm going to say a farewell, a good evening, good morning, good night, wherever you've listened to this, whenever you've listened to this. I hope your day is both well and the day you deserve. Let's chat soon, okay? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.